0: What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bliss. Just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 31, Creative Roots. Getting back to the basics of what this podcast is waking up every day and choosing to find out why. Why am I still here? What am I going to do with my limited time in this reality, whatever that may be? I've approached this podcast like I have every other creative project I have worked on, something that will. Live on after I am gone. Our time is so finite, gone in a flash. Wasn't it such a blast? Look around you now, nothing will last. Where is he? Oh, he died in a crash. I want this to be a journal of my life in this point in time. Again, momentary glimpses. Whatever is on my mind when I sit down to write, I want it to be free-flowing. Anything goes. Nothing is off the table. My mind goes down paths that I am most passionate about. As Kendrick says, stand for something or die in the morning. If you stand for nothing, if you are silent, then your life has no meaning on this planet. It has no value. What is it you are passionate about? What are you doing about it? Are you suppressing it? Pushing it away? Clouding it with, I have to do this or I have to do that? What will that be when you're gone? If you weren't here to be anxious about it or depressed about whatever it is that is ailing you right now, this is me writing as someone else to myself, my other self, the one that mentally checks out and is forced to do what they are told. This is my journal. I am approaching it as a writer who has grown his creative roots in the ground for the past 14 years. This podcast has allowed me to come back to my roots as a creative. I have ventured out and tried other media, and those will take years to develop as well. As an artist, the learning process is lifelong. But I feel I've reached this point where I've spread myself too thin. Um, I have a lot of interests and a lot of different media interests me. And I want to do it all. I want to try it all. But I don't have enough time. We all die not having enough time. So what can I focus on that will have the effect that I want? What is it that I want to do? I answered this in episode 21, where I asked myself, if everything I created was deleted, if it was just me, what am I stripped down to the very core? In that episode, I go more in depth about this, but it's a similar answer here. What is it that I want to do if today were my last? What effect do I want to have? And to have an effect is to give energy. What energy do I want to give off to everything around me? The environment, the people, the animals, the air, the water. What effect do I want to have? I meditate on this and think about this every single day. Think about it. And it's a practice. It's not something that's just a simple switch. And all of a sudden you're this person. Like it takes practice and you get better a little bit each day, a little brick by brick. And sometimes you break your own brick. You break down your own wall that you were building and spending years on building, can be taken down in a moment, can get blown up. Try not to get angry, try not to get angry. And then there's another obstacle that life throws at you. It's like you think you've built this mental fortress and then all of a sudden a new challenge comes through. One of the main characters in my novel, Bleese Skriller. He stems from this internal voice I've had. The one that constantly is telling me I'm not good enough. That I suck. That I should just give up. Constantly questioning, why are you doing this instead of that? Why are you doing this when no one has given a shit? You haven't done shit in your life. That defines success differently. It's incessantly weighing on my mind every single day that wicked beast is there to taunt me. But as I've gotten older and have come to show this wicked beast love, cliche, I used to show it spiteful hate and anger, you know, hating those thoughts and making those thoughts hate myself. And I started defacing myself in different ways. punching holes in walls, drinking till I black out. I've forgiven myself for those mistakes. I look at the past person now as one of my characters in my book. It's no longer who I am in this moment. Living in the right now takes unlimited focus. Have to incessantly remind yourself to stay present, not to live in the future or in the past, but right now, it's constantly changing and there's always more to see, to look at the granular details. What could you be missing? Oh, I've seen this place every single day of my life. Okay, but what is ordinary to you will be extraordinary to someone else, someone who has never seen this place be so present as to not even remember this place you awaken the next morning try to see it for the first time can you remember the first time you saw this place that you live in now even if it's the same town you grew up in think back to as far as you can go how far is that How old are you? Is that inner child still alive or have you cast them aside, put them in that sorrowful shade to hide, starved but undying? Why are you still alive trying? You awake crying. Let it out. Go to sleep and awake like you have been born anew. What is in the past cannot touch you here. Not if you choose to be present in the infinite now. Don't focus on that false sense of self. Again, this is a practice. It's not all at once. It's not a a light switch. Even though over time, it will feel like that. You'll have that, that moment and all of a sudden it'll click and you'll You'll be on to the next step, on to the next thing, on to the next obstacle. As a personal example, when my uncle passed away, um, I feel now enough time has gone by where I can talk more openly about it. It does happen over time because getting over that hurt is a practice and life is just constantly testing. We think we've built this mental foundation, this solid fortress where you're king or queen of the castle, but there will always be a test coming. People define their own definitions of hard and easy just as they have defined the word impossible. What is impossible if a human isn't around to speak it? Does the universe know the definition, or is it just a limit humans have placed on their own minds? Living is supposed to be what it is. Humans are the ones who have defined it as hard. Why isn't this easy? What is easy? If I put you on a deserted island, how long until you can send an email? If you had to build everything from scratch, how long would it take you? To make it relatable, okay, living is hard. It's supposed to be hard. Dying is easy. You know how I know that for sure? There are way more people who have died than are living right now. And we have just passed 8 billion people living on the planet, the most ever at one time. There are still way more people who have lived and died. And that's just based on rough estimates. The point is to say that living is supposed to be what it is. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Take it or leave it. We are just advanced bacteria on a free-floating rock around burning gas inside something we don't fully understand. Still learning new things every day through a telescope we just launched into space. We have to be able to live longer if we are to venture further into space. This venture into space will take years and years longer than what we can currently live right now. What will keep these future humans entertained all of that time? Technology makes us more human, not less. Don't fear this. I want to entertain that. I I want to have something that's living in that and that helps people go through this this time of venturing out into space. What are they going to be watching? What are they going to be listening to, reading? Technology makes us more human, not less. I'm able to type faster than I can write. I'm able to type faster than I can handwrite. And it's far more legible for others to read. My hand gets less tired typing than it does writing. Could you imagine how long each episode would take me to write if I had to do it with a quill? dipping it in ink under candlelight. What would I even record my voice with if it weren't for technology? Fear sells tickets, movie tickets. I'm still seeing fear-driven posts about AI that unironically reference movies to prove a point on why others should fear AI, whatever you defined as AI, as artificial. I also don't think people, homo sapiens as they are now, are intelligent enough to fully understand the universe. We're seeing that with the unidentified flying objects in the sky. Their technology can't be explained. What really struck me about the congressional hearings recently about these UFOs um, was when they were talking about different dimensions of reality, how some of the sightings felt like the craft was in another dimension and all they were seeing was like a shadow of their appearance in this reality that humans live in, that humans perceive. He described it as different planes of reality, and their image was being cast like a shadow in this reality. Now, I know it's a little geeky to use the word humans, but I just want it to be clear whom I am talking about exactly, and to kill the ego a bit that we have developed within ourselves. I see this ego especially in the younger generation that has grown up within the web of the internet it's like they are so deluded they feel like everything is figured out in life that this is the way people live and will always live this way it's perfectly normal to spend eight hours a day on an ipad if not more Kids looking for their iPad first thing in the morning to place that big LED screen in front of their sleepy little eyes then wonder why laser eye surgery has skyrocketed in the past 10 years. Thousands of LED lights burning a hole through the back of their retina, frying the front of their brain with so many images and sounds to look at another human face they seem zoned out. They don't know how to talk. They just stare awkwardly. And this continues as they get older. They're much better at talking through a social media app or a text than to your face. They say, they say things online they would never say in front of a large group. What kind of energy is that putting out? How do we say this form of manipulation through social media is stronger than anything humans have ever faced? When do we acknowledge that it's too late, that people are going to be living in their own realities, their timelines furthering the divide? To the point where they may be living on the same planet physically, but mentally. They're in different galaxies, different dimensions of reality, like the unidentified aircraft we see. I wrote my novels on a free-floating planet that runs into other planets. Of course I'm interested in other life forms. This universe is far too vast to not have other life. It's only a matter of time until we encounter more. Some, were, we're going to be more advanced than others not. I think more advanced life forms will not be as hostile as us. That is a fault humans have, being hostile towards others. I don't think that hostility will be seen in all other forms of life. Think on this planet. How many other animals kill for fun? They simply kill in order to survive. They don't kill more than they can eat till they become obese, unable to get out of their own bed. We don't see that in other animals. That is a flaw we have alone on this planet. I work on my flaws as we all have them. I try to bring solutions to the table. Not just simply point out problems all of the time. I can point this or that out, but what am I going to choose to do about it? I choose to focus my time on what I can do about it. Write about it. Talk about it allegorically to hopefully get others to see these problems in a new light with a different perspective. Surpass normality. Living in our own universe in a foreign being's eye, we may not be fit. We will live and die on one planet. We may be one of the last generations to say that. Humans are a nomadic species meant to travel. We have now traveled all over this planet, one of a few species to do that. And now, we are taking that deep need to venture to other planets. I just hope Bleas goes along for the journey, helps entertain these future species as they travel the cosmos. I want this podcast to be a journal of my life, with every episode being a new entry to capture this moment in time. Whatever is on my mind when I sit down to write, I want it to be free-flowing. Anything goes. Nothing is off the table. What is here today will be gone tomorrow. What was here yesterday, never again will you be able to borrow. Carpe diem. It is today you have to seize. Try and try again. Persistence is the key that can make the impossible look at ease. If this is my last episode ever. And one of those times that will be true. So I want to say it now because if not now, when? But I just want to say before I go, one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it to be this. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks and ebooks available at least.com. Let's go further together. One step at a time.